Hello and welcome to episode 426 of the English News Weekly podcast. My name is Jamie and I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. This week's podcast is titled Football's Anti-Racism Fight. This week's podcast reports on scenes from Istanbul, London and Jerusalem, where the fight to end racism in sport suffered some horrible blows. London saw some fans who had been admitted for the first time since COVID-19 pandemic began boo kneeling players. Istanbul witnessed accusations of racial slurs by a match official and Jerusalem saw protest at one club's new Arab owners. What are the reasons for such mindless acts of stupidity? What will football do to prevent incidents occurring in the future? Listen to English News Weekly podcast to find out more. Two quick questions. One, what do you think of sports players taking a knee to protest racial inequality? Why? Two, what situations would you boo somebody? Why? A1 quiz. Listen to the six questions about the podcast topic. Choose the correct answers from the choices. If you don't know, guess. One, which city is the football club Betar located in? A. Tel Aviv B. Jerusalem C. Haifa 2. Which city in England is the football club Millwall FC located in? A. London B. Liverpool C. Leeds 3. How many officials are there in a professional football game? A. 3 B. 4 C. 5 4. When did the Kick It Out anti-racist campaign begin in the UK? A. 1993 B. 2003 C. 2013 5. What is the biggest fine for a football club for racism by UEFA. A. 1.4 million euros. B. 144,000 euros. C. 44,000 euros. And six. What is the biggest fine for breaching financial fair play rules by UEFA? A. 13 million euros. B. 23 million euros, C. 33 million euros. First listening, easy speed. Boo off yourself. The players walk onto the pitch, some carrying a ball, others touching the grass, a few offering prayers to their God. They line up, shake hands, 
and perhaps indulge in some last-minute stretching exercises. Then they go to their starting positions and drop to one knee. The referee blows a whistle and a few minutes they all stand up and the match begins. This has been the routine in men and women's football leagues around the world to show solidarity with the message of anti-racism in society. It would seem uncontroversial to promote anti-racism. But not so. Saturday in England saw the first crowds allowed into football matches, although the numbers were limited to just 2,000 fans. Millwall FC, a club from South London, were hosting Derby County in an English Football League match. As the players dropped to one knee, loud boos reverberated around the 20,000 capacity stadium. Although wildly condemned by other Millwall fans, the club and the league, others attempted to defend the boos as an expression of annoyance with the Black Lives Matter movement. It has been accused of being less about stopping racism and more about promoting a radical left-wing ideology. The problem for that idea is that the gesture in football is not affiliated with any political group. Fans booing players supporting the message of anti-racism is bad enough, but match officials using racial language against a player is not much better. Yet this is what is alleged to have happened in a UEFA Champions League match in Paris between Paris Saint-Germain and Istanbul Basakishia. After the Turkish club's assistant coach Pierre Webu protested a decision, he alleged that the Romanian fourth official, Sebastian Cotescu, used racial language to describe him to the referee. The game was only 13 minutes old and after players from both sides talked, they walked off the pitch in protest at the language used. The game was abandoned and UEFA have announced they will launch an investigation adding racism and discrimination in all its forms has no place within football. Yet the largest fine for racial language handed out by UEFA is a mere 44,000 euros. UEFA's largest fine for financial irregularities? 34 million euros. Perhaps one snippet of positive news is how football is trying to combat racism came from Israel, where one club that is known 
for having a large group of supporters long tainted with anti-Arab racism has just been bought by Sheikh Hamad. Beta is one of Israel's most successive clubs and counts right-wing Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu as a supporter. Yet the club is also known for its groups of hardcore fans called La Familia, who have been openly racist towards the country's Arab population. When the club signed two Chechen Muslim players in 2013, fans burnt down the club's offices. Yet the United Arab Emirate Sheikh announced that he was thrilled to be a partner in such a glorious club in one of the holiest cities in the world. Football, like any other sport, mirrors the society it exists in. Furthermore, a much higher proportion of professional footballers are black, Asian or minority ethnic. If some fans don't like this, they should not be allowed into grounds. They can boo off themselves. A2. True or false? Listen to the five statements about the news story and choose if they are true or false. 1. Beitar is a football club located in Tel Aviv. 2. Derby County Football Club play in the English Football League. 3. In England, a maximum of 2,000 fans are allowed into a football stadium. 4. Benjamin Netanyahu is the current Israeli Prime Minister. And 5. Pierre Webu is the coach for Istanbul Basakishia. Second listening, normal speed. Boo off yourself. The players walk onto the pitch, some carrying a ball, others touching the grass, a few offering prayers to their god. They line up, shake hands, and perhaps indulge in some last-minute stretching exercises. Then they go to their starting positions and drop to one knee. The referee blows a whistle and a few minutes they all stand up and the match begins. This has been the routine in men and women's football leagues around the world to show solidarity with the message of anti-racism in society. It would seem uncontroversial to promote anti-racism, but not so. Saturday in England saw the first crowds allowed into football matches, although the numbers were limited to just 2,000 fans. Millwall FC, a club from South London, were hosting Derby County in an English Football League match. As the players dropped to one knee, loud boos reverberated around the 20,000 capacity stadium. 
Although widely condemned by other Millwall fans, the club and the league, others have attempted to defend the boos as an expression of annoyance with the Black Lives Matter. It has been accused of being less about stopping racism and more about promoting a radical left-wing ideology. The problem for that idea is that the gesture in football is not affiliated with any political group. Fans booing players supporting the message of anti-racism is bad enough, but match officials using racial language against a player is not much better. Yet this is what is alleged to have happened in a UEFA Champions League match in Paris between Paris Saint-Germain and Istanbul Basakashia. After the Turkish club's assistant coach Pierre Webu protested a decision, he alleged that the Romanian fourth official, Sebastian Cotescu, used racial language to describe him to the referee. The game was only 13 minutes old and after players from both sides talked, they walked off the pitch in protest at the language used. The game was abandoned and UEFA have announced they will launch an investigation adding racism and discrimination in all its forms has no place within football. Yet the largest fine for racial language handed out by UEFA is a mere €44,000. UEFA's largest fine for financial irregularities? €34 million. Euros. Perhaps one snippet of positive news in how football is trying to combat racism came from Israel, where one club that is known for having a large group of supporters long tainted with anti-Arab racism has just been bought by Sheikh Hamad. Beta is one of Israel's most successive clubs and counts right-wing Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu as a supporter. Yet the club is also known for its group of hardcore fans called La Familia who have been openly racist towards the country's Arab population. When the club signed two Chechen Muslim players in 2013, fans burnt down the club's offices. Yet the United Arab Emirates Sheikh announced that he was thrilled to be a partner in such a glorious club in one of the holiest cities in the world. Football, like any other sport, mirrors the society it exists in. Furthermore, a much higher proportion of professional footballers are black, Asian, minority ethnic. If some fans don't like this, they should not be allowed into grounds. They can boo off themselves. A3 Q&A Listen to the questions about the news story. Do you know the answers? 1. Which football club's fans booed acts of anti-racism? 2. What city is Beta located in? 3. What is the name of the football club from Paris? 4. 
What is the name of the hardcore football fans group? 5. Which political leader is a supporter of Beta? And 6. What nationality is the fourth official? A4. And finally. Did you know? A study conducted in England by the Professional Footballers Association found that 43% of EPL players had experienced racist abuse on Twitter. That is an incredibly high and worrying percentage and should be shameful for any football fan to read. Sport England has conducted research on the problem and have concluded that racism is a wider systematic problem. In fact, the English sporting organisation goes on to claim that the biggest contributions towards racism in football is education, justice and politics. There is some hope which has been reflected by the decrease in Islamophobia in Liverpool due to the impact of Mo Salah, an Egyptian Muslim who plays for Liverpool Football Club. Vocab Extra If you want to expand your English vocabulary with useful words and phrases, then download the PDF that is available free with this week's English Newsweekly podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. The answers to the questions in this podcast will be next. You can also go to our homepage, where you will find all of the answers, plus many extra activities, for this and every English News Weekly episode. Answers A1 Quiz 1 B 2 A 3 B 4 A 5 C 6 C A2 True or False 1 False 2 True 3 True 4 True 5. False. A3. Q&A. 1. Millwall FC. 2. Jerusalem. 3. Paris Saint-Germain. PSG. 4. La Familia. 5. Benjamin Netanyahu. 6. Romanian. It would be great to hear your thoughts, ideas and opinions about our podcasts. You can contact us through our website or via our social media pages. Remember, you can download any of the previous 425 English Newsweekly podcasts for free. Included in those available to download are more than 10 special edition Christmas podcasts. So you can check them out in the coming weeks. English News Weekly aims to continue with our podcasts for the foreseeable future. Thank you for listening and please stay safe. See you next time. Goodbye.